Father, we thank you, praise you, and exalt you for the Lordship of Jesus Christ. For it is by him that we live, move, and have our being. And this morning, we choose to worship in the beauty of holiness. Thanking you, praising you, and exalting you for what you've already done you're doing right now and what you're going to do. Let your word go forth with power. Convict, convince, if need be convert. And thank you for our awesome choir. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Give the Lord a hand clap. Hallelujah. Let's uh, thank the Lord for our strong and able choir. Amen. Thank the Lord. Amen. And listen, um, because some of y'all may have just got out of bed at nine o'clock. This choir is here early in the morning. Amen. And we thank God for their faithfulness. This morning, I'm in Romans chapter eight. Romans chapter 8, and our subject is God's secret for the saved. Romans chapter 8, verse 28, we know it well. And we know, in spite of our pain and in spite of our plight, in spite of our pitfalls, And we know that all things work together for the good to them that love God, to them who are called according to his purpose. God's secret for the saved. If there's anyone this morning wrestling with depression, wrapped in difficulty, wandering in and out of defeat, then we like to welcome you into God's delivery room. This is when we feel weary of our wounds, woeful in our wisdom and wandering without a way out. I don't know if you know and can articulate the battle that all believers must pass through. And there are going to be times when we feel deflated and defeated, times when we know we've prayed, but God has chosen not to appear, times when we can't see the end from the beginning, and we're struggling within ourselves, even to pray, and is that those times that we are closest 
to God. When you and I are ready to give up, then Jesus shows up. As man's extremity becomes God's opportunity. And Romans chapter 8 has been called the antidote for depression, God's avenue for one's difficulty and doubt, and God's appointment for one's deliverance. There is a secret, a sedative, and a solution in a bottle called blessings. And whenever a person becomes depressed, it is always in one of three areas where we're either haunted by something in our past, worried about something in our future, or weighed down by something in our present. Romans chapter 8 declares there is no condemnation concerning our past. Now, now, now we, can, we can run over this or we can make some pit stops. When I recollect and I go back to my worldly, wicked past, I am amazed now that I am learning the word of God, what God was doing while I was dying. That if I read this Bible right, when I was out there in the world and doing all that I could do, yeah, sleeping everywhere, Mm-hmm. doing my thing, living recklessly for pleasure, that God had already dispatched an angel to travel in and out of sin with me to protect me from myself because I was an heir of salvation. Well, when did you ask God to save you? I didn't. For whom he did foreknow, he also did predestinate that eons and eons ago, God, before I came out of my mother's womb, I had already been elected. I'm preaching to somebody. Elected, selected. And, 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 and this personal angel went with me in and out of clubs, bars, military. And every time I was acting stupid, and I mean I acted stupid, God. Every time I made dumb decisions, it's going to get warm up in here today. Every time, every time, every time I, amen.
time, every time, every time I fed into, amen, the social uh, strata of the world, every time I did my thing, this angel had orders from Jesus Christ. Whatever you do, bring him home safely. So this morning I can shout through many dangers, talls and snares, I've already come. Can I get a witness? That, that is, child of God, when we, when we look at our, our, our and I'm, I'm all right, thank you. When we look at our, our past, when we look at our past, amen, that God had already declared no condemnation. And and, 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 and and when we look at our future, God has already declared no separation from my love. And, 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 and because I'm stuck in this time what called the present, God said no skepticism. And we know that all things right now are being worked together for the good, for them who love God and them who are called according to his purposes. Now, I brought this out this morning, and I'm talking to my Bible students. The Bible doesn't say, and we know that all things are working together for your good. The pronoun your is not in there. It says the good. And God is the one that determines what's good. Can I get a witness? I'm preaching to somebody this morning. The reason you can't fathom that it's working out for your good is because sometimes your good and God's good are two different goods. Can I get a witness? And, 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 and so, child of God, it's here that Paul begins to culminate all of the last four weeks of preaching on these major doctrines we're reaching a crescendo, an apex of intellectualism in systematic theology through the Apostle Paul. And if you, if you can get the basis of what's being said in Romans, you're going to live free the rest of your life. Free to shout. Free to thanking. Free to keep moving on. Free to take a licking and keep on ticking. You're you going to leave here free today. In, in the name of Jesus, and I don't care how grim it may look, can I get a witness? All God's got to do is what he did to the prophet, uh, through the prophet Elijah, when Elijah and his servants was, amen, going up the highway, and, 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 and the servant turned to Elijah and said, Master, don't you see the enemy on a hill? And, and in fact, it's hundreds of thousands of them coming against us. Elijah, what should we do? And Elijah said, Lord, open up his eyes. And when, when the Lord opened up his eyes, he saw chariots of fire. Millions upon millions upon millions of angels with their swords drawn. Do I have a witness? See, child of God, when you're going through, you can't see what God has already done. 
You can't fathom what God's about to do. Can I get a witness? But my God is an awesome God. He's a God that sits high and looks low. In fact, humanity is, are like grasshoppers to him. He's called the God of the hills and the God of the valley. Nothing can happen in a valley without him knowing it. Nothing can happen on a hillside without him knowing it. He knows everything. He can see everything. He can hear everything. He can see a black ant on a black hill on a black night. Can I get a witness? And then he's got the audacity to visit a son of man, transport him to a graveyard where there's nothing but bruised, broken, bittered, battered bones, and say, son of man, can these bones live? Can I get a witness? It's here in the crux of uh, Romans chapter 8 that we get an appreciation for what God has been doing and what God is continuing to do. First, we see God's protection of grace from any penalty. Can I get a witness? In, in chapter 8, it says, there is, therefore, right now, don't go any further, therefore is the connective, which goes back to the seventh chapter. Uh, there is, therefore, right now, can I get a witness, no condemnation to them that are in Christ Jesus. Now, please pray for me and allow me to explain this. In the original manuscripts, the rest of the verse is not included in the Greek. It's not who walk after the flesh, but after the spirit. Because if it is, then I'm living a work system. I'm not condemned because I'm walking right. Can I get a witness? Hang in there with me. One, one might say, now listen, why does a sinner need to be saved? Because of the doctrine of condemnation. Chapters 1 to 3 of Romans. The reason we need to be saved because all of us have been condemned. It's the point on the man once to die, then the judgment. Yes, sir. Can I get a witness? Yes, the soul that sinneth shall die. Isn't that right? That, that because of condemnation, listen to me, this is why sinners need to be saved. Because all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. I was born in sin and shapen in iniquity. You say, well, why does a sinner need to be saved? Condemnation. How is the sinner saved? Justification. Chapter 4 is when God imputes, based on your belief, Repentance and belief, God imputes Jesus' righteousness to your account. Can I get a witness? You say, well, well, why does the sinner need to be saved? Condemnation. How is the sinner saved? Justification. Amen. And then what happens after a sinner is saved? Sanctification. Yeah, all right. Chapter 5 through 7, he starts cleaning us up. Well, my last question is, and what will happen for a sinner to remain saved, preservation. That's Romans chapter 8. Can I get a witness? So, so because of condemnation, you need to be saved. Justification, that's how you are saved. Sanctification, it comes after being saved. And preservation, that means God's going to hold all this stuff together. Can I get a witness? So you can't go back and be unsaved again. 
Can I get a witness? It, it, it is called eternal security. What Paul begins to do, he deals with this penalty. This penalty is a verdict. The law cannot condemn you, verse 8-1. The law cannot claim you, 8-2. The law cannot control you, 8-4. We are clear and judiciously cleansed by the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. I want you to hear this. There is therefore right now no, not one, piece of evidence that can condemn you when Jesus has saved you. Somebody said when you get saved, Jesus casts your sins as far as east is to west. I don't know if you notice, east never touches west. Can I get away? He, he casts your sins so far into a sea of forgetfulness that nobody can fish them out. And see, when we try to start fishing one another's sins out, amen, you're fishing illegally. Who shall lay anything to the charge of God's elect? I do I have a witness. But what's inferred in this condemnation is not only the penalty, but the place. When we die without Christ, and you're not going to hear this in a lot of churches, so let me just warm this one up. These pastors are so busy preaching about prosperity. Yeah. Supernatural anointings. Whatever that means. Speaking in tongues. Baptisms. Which Paul calls baby food. We ought to move on, Hebrews 6, to maturity. Are y'all getting this? That, that child of God, when you, when you begin to look at this text, there's a place when we are separated from God at physical death called Gehenna, hell, doom for eternity. When you die and you're not saved, your body goes in the ground and yeah, but your soul is eternal. It must go somewhere. Turn to your neighbor and say somewhere. Yeah. You gone to one of the two H's. You going to heaven or you going to hell? When do I go there? Immediately. You don't sleep in the grave. There's no soul sleep. There's no waking up on judgment day. Your soul immediately goes, Lord have mercy, to a place. And, and the Bible says it's a place of torment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Revelation 20, great white throne judgment. I can name all the scriptures for you. Can I get a witness? Jesus said, woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, for it will be more tolerable than Sodom and Gomorrah than for you. Do I have a witness? This place, this place, this doom, being doomed for eternity. And, 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 and I know I'm not politically correct, never will be. I know I shouldn't say things. Society say I shouldn't judge. I ain't on it. Listen. Any other faith 
any other religion outside of Jesus, you're going to hell. You can wear dashikis, you're going to the dashiki hell. You can wear bones around your neck, you're going to bone hell. You can eat bean pies, you're going to bean pie hell. Where, where any other religion outside of Jesus, you're going to bust hell wide open. Can I get a witness? I'm sick of this. The church won't even preach the truth anymore. Let me warm it up. There's not only a, a penalty in a place, but there's a pain, unquenchable fire, a memory of remorse, a misery of pain. Luke 16, Lazarus and the rich man, both men lived on earth. One was very poor, one was very rich. Both died and both went to different compartments in hell. You go home and read it. Luke 16, when one to uh, Abraham's bosom, Sheol, where all the redeemed of the Old Testament went. The other one was in hell's fire and he was screaming and praying for a drop of water to put on his tongue. That's right. Then he had a nerve to say, can somebody go back and warn my brothers not to come down here? Can I get a witness? There, there is a place where the damned will be doomed. Jesus said, you must be born again. Now, I know, I, know, I know we don't like hearing this. We don't like preaching it. We, you know, you know, you know we, we think that life is a joke until you die, but child of God, amen, a, a, a faithful under-shepherd is going to preach it. I want you to tell me a house is on fire before I go in the house. Can I get a witness? I want you to tell me that the water is deep and I know I can't swim. Can I get a witness? I, 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 need, I, I need to hear the truth. Can I get a witness? There are 7 billion people on this earth right now and probably 6.5 billion are going to hell. Because the Bible says the way to destruction is wide and many will be on it. And the way to heaven and salvation is few and narrow. Let me look at this penalty and this pain and this place. Paul pulls up a get out of jail free card. How many of y'all play Monopoly? I love, I love Monopoly, I hear. When you, when, you, when you toss the dice and you pick a card, come on now. There's, there's, some, there's, some, you know, there's, there's some cards in there that say, get out of jail free. And, 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 and you put them back right, right down by your board so, because inevitably all of us go to jail. And, and, and the minute you end up in jail, you can pull your card out. So what's in your card? Can I get a witness? 
and, and child of God, here, 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 here's what I love about Jesus. The, the minute, amen, I was condemned, he pulled out a pardon. He, he pulled out, yeah, my pardon from my penalty, amen, and he cleared me, cleansed me, and made me a component of the corporate body of Jesus Christ. There is therefore right now no condemnation. Should we be condemned? Absolutely. I reflect on what things I used to do. Oh, my God. I even reflect on things I did after I got saved. Oh, my God. Do I have a witness up in the house? Huh? But for the grace. How many of y'all know what I'm talking about? But, but, but for the grace. But, 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 but for the grace of God. That God is merciful. Isn't he merciful? When we lived stupid lives, ignorant, uh, come on now, uh, practicing things that were no good. Yeah. Being, oh God, being clumsy with the way we lived our lives. Putting stuff in our body we shouldn't have put in. I'm preaching somebody. You could have been alcohol with one drink. You could have been a you you could have been a dope addict with one yeah, one helping, one needle, one 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 sniff. Do I have a witness? You 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 could have you could have been in a padded cell somewhere when you got depressed and felt like ending it all. I do I have a witness? You yeah, yeah, you could have been in your grave long time ago. Uh, just making the wrong decisions. Can I get going in the wrong direction with the wrong people? You, uh, come, come on now, I'm, I'm, I'm preaching to somebody. Can I get a witness? Uh, uh, child, child, child of God, when we look back and look over, and the fact that God said there is there for right now, in spite of all your mess, no condemnation. That's shouting material. The fact that I can shout because there is no penalty. I'm not going to a place of torment. I won't experience eternal pain being doomed and damned because there is, Lord have mercy, therefore right now, no condemnation to them. That's in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. I don't know about you, but I'm praising him. I'm thanking him. I grew up with friends that's in hell. Don't get quiet now. I went to movies with buddies that's in hell. Can I get a witness? Well, Lord, why did you save me? And God says, because I chose to. Why did you snatch me out of hell with smoke still in my garments? Because of his mercy and grace. In fact, if you smell your clothes this morning, you can still smell a smoke that the Lord snatched you from. Can I get a witness? He snatched me out of hell with smoke still in my garments. 
He put me on a street called straight. Can I get a witness? Put a new song in my mouth, even praise. And the psalmist said, many shall see it and they will fear the Lord. I wish I had a minute to talk about this thing. See, the many are your old road buddies that you used to get high with, that you was going to hell with. And now they look up and see you and say, I knew them when. How did they get straight? How did their life change? How did they think differently? Because the paraclete, the son of God, the father of love, put his hands on us. Can I get a witness? And there is therefore right now. Condemnation. Who are in Christ Jesus. Can I get a witness? I wish I could pull up this other list. But I don't have time. Can I get a witness? Neither fornicators, nor adulterators, nor infeminate. Yeah. Nor men stealers, nor men uh, abusers. Amen. Nor such will inherit the kingdom of God. And such were some of you. But you've been washed. But you've been washed. Washed in the blood of the Lamb. Washed. I said washed. He washed away my sins. Did he wash them away? He put them on a cross and he died. Did he die? He died. Till the sun stopped shining, he died. Till the earth started reeling and rocking. See, we don't give enough credence to what God has already done. We so busy, amen, loading up and asking him for new things. We ought to stop, pause, and part. And thank him for what he's already done. Hallelujah. We ought to thank him that in spite of my mess, you sent mercy. In spite of my past, you sent pardon. Can I get a witness? I'm going to thank him. Lord, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We see God's protection of grace. Lord, have mercy. Amen. From a penalty. Oh. Well, secondly, we see God's privileges of his goodness. Yeah, because of the paraclete. I, I, I want you to see the text in Romans 8 because in 1 to 4 he deals with the law and then he differentiates and delineates, verse 5, the flesh and the spirit, two different operations. For they that are after, notice the word after, they that live 
in the flesh. Now, this is not talking about doing fleshly things. It's an operation. They that have one nature and are living by that nature, the old nature of the flesh, the things of the flesh, but they that are after the things of the spirit. Flesh is sarks in the Greek, and spirit is pneumatikos, pneuma, pneumonia, breath. That he, he is saying, they that are after the spirit, the things of the spirit. Notice what Paul is saying. These two operations actually dictate the life we live. These two operations. I, I, I want you to see the text. For to be carnally minded is what? Now, if I, if I drink a fifth a day, it's only a matter of time before I get cirrhosis of the liver. Your body was not designed to drink liquor. All right, let me look at the clock. Praise the name of Jesus. And see, Satan comes with that lie about moderation. And you buy into it. Let me tell you what moderation is. Moderation is a slow process to kill yourself. Are y'all getting this? Nobody on heroin started out with heroin. They started out with joint. Oh, y'all know that. Can I get a witness? All Satan wants to do is introduce to you, come on now, an idea to experience something, and then he gets you to live habitually in that vein. Same with pornography. Starts out with one picture, and one picture leads to another picture. And another picture leads to another picture. They're getting quiet up in here, man. Check it out. I want you to see this. So Paul begins to say in verse 7, because the carnal mind is enmity. It's an enemy against God. For it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. So then they that are in the flesh cannot what? Please God. We that live through the promptings of the flesh cannot please God. But ye are not in the flesh, verse 9, but look, look at the delineation, but in the spirit, if so be that the spirit of God, what? Dwells in you. Now if any man have not the spirit of Christ, he is none of his. Now, now let me, I don't, I don't want to get extreme, I, 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 and I don't have time to systematically go through all this. That doesn't mean if you take a drink or you take a cigarette, you're going to hell. Doesn't mean. If that was the case, the place would be empty. If God should mark iniquities, who could stand? See, the reason you can't talk about somebody else's sin is because you've got duffel bags of sin. Can I get a witness? Before I can look at your sin, i got to jump over my sin. Can I, and I can't jump over all my sins. Too many of them. Can I get a witness? Cast Before you cast the moat or toothpick out of your neighbor's eye, get the two by four out of your own eye. I'm preaching now, Doc. 
Can I get a witness? So, so what, what Paul begins to do is Paul now moves to the spirit, pneumaticos, verse 9, and this spirit is Christ in you. Amen. Now watch this now. I want you to see this. Verse 11. But if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, that's the Holy Spirit, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also make alive, quicken your mortal bodies by his spirit that dwells in you. It's called regeneration. John chapter 3. God, God enters the, the saints and, and he enters us to re, listen, to regenerate new life. Are you getting this? So, so the paraclete was promised in, in, six, in John 16, 13. This is the spirit of truth. He will guide you into all truth. He will show you things to come. He will not speak of himself, but of Christ Jesus. The spirit enlightens. He enables. He endows the, uh, God's people with gifts. He indwells. He changes the mind of the believer, 8-5. He channels strength into the believer, 6-10. to 10. He cleanses regenerates the believer, amen, 811, that we, we have, we who are saved, here's the first privilege, the greatest gift that God gave the church is the Holy Spirit. God gave, listen, God gave humanity the greatest gift, Jesus Christ. God gave the church the Holy Spirit. Can I get a witness? Hanging it with me now. So, so, so the spirit is in this chapter as an antidote, amen, as a paraclete, as someone living inside of us, empowering us to do what God wants done. So whatever God is asking me to do, I can't do it in my own strength. I've got to do it in the power of the Holy Spirit. Not I, but Christ that, 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 that dwells and lives in me. God's not asking you and I to try. He's asking us to trust. Can I get a witness? I often say in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, listen, we have this treasure. Listen, it's, it's, it's called a treasure in the trash. We're the trash. We have this treasure, Holy Spirit, that's in earthen vessels, trash, that the power might be of God and not of us. Did y'all get that? So after Paul says that, now that we got a treasure inside this trash, we can be troubled on every side, but not distressed. Perplexed, but not in despair. Can I get a witness? Persecuted, chased, but not destroyed. Knocked down, but not knocked out. Because of the treasure, Holy Spirit, in the trash, humanity. Are y'all getting this? No, you're not. Let me let me let me move on. In the name of Jesus, that 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 uh, for for listen for greater is He, Holy Spirit, that's in me, than He that's in the world. Can I get a witness? So when we understand the privileges of the Holy Spirit, who walks with us and talks with us, He leads us, He guides us, He protects us. He renews us. Come on now. He regenerates us. He cleans us up. Doesn't he clean us up? Oh, oh, oh listen, you're not going to get cleaned up overnight. But, but, but the more you stay in this word, thy word have I hid in my heart. 
that I might not sin against thee. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my pathways. Can I get a witness? Thy word is forever settled in heaven. That's why you got to stay in this word. You, you can't let Satan meet you, amen, at the level of your feelings. Your feelings will mess you up. Can I get a witness? Because I don't feel right every day. Can I get a witness? Sometimes I feel up. Sometimes I feel down. Sometimes I feel low. Sometimes I feel high. Hey, can I get a witness? We walk by faith. You can't let him get on that fracture stage. Because we all got fractures. Don't we have fractures? Y'all ain't saying yeah. Don't, don't we have fractures? Come on now. We just as messed up as we can be. Huh? Humpty Dumpty sat on the wall. Humpty Dumpty had a great fall. We had a great fall, Doc. And you know what God is doing? He's putting together pieces again. God is renewing, restructuring. Come on now. He's rehabilitating. He's, yeah, God, God's putting the mess back together again with the glue of grace. That's why we praise him. That's why a prostitute can become a praise singer. Because God is in it. That's why a pimp can become a preacher. Because God is in it. Can I get a witness? Uh, uh, that's why a jackass can talk. Numbers 22, we're talking about that. Can I get a witness? Because God is in it. When God is in something, he can defy nature. He can defy human reasoning. Can I get a witness? He, he can defy all concept of reality. God God doesn't need reality or reasoning to work. He can, he can wait till things get so bad that it's good for nothing. Then he moves on in. Can I get a witness? That's why Jesus could walk up to the man in John chapter 5 and say, do you want to be healed? And the man said, but I have nobody. Put me in the water. He said, you don't need no water. Just get up, take up your bed and walk. Can I get a witness? I'm, I'm speaking on the authority of my word. Can I get a witness? Uh, child of God, when you understand that it is the spirit, the paraclete, the partner, the provider, the protector, the promoter that's here bragging about Jesus, that one of our privileges is we have the Holy Spirit. And we know he's a person because we can grieve him. And you don't want to grieve the Holy Spirit. Do I have a witness? Paul moves from the Spirit to sonship. I, I, and it's in a text. He, he says, verse 14, uh, uh, for as many as are, notice this now, sons have life, but sons are led. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Sons and daughters of God are led by God. Amen? Are you getting that? Then 15 to 17, they are liberated. I want you to say, for ye have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but ye have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba. Father, the spirit himself, not itself, bear witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. And if children, then heirs, heirs, and joint heirs with Christ, if so be 
that we suffer. Now, let's stop, pause, and part because Paul and these privileges begin to move in a direction that is profound. This spirit which indwells us also calls for and designs our suffering. Suffering is not haphazard in the life of the believer. There are no accidents, there are appointments. We have an appointment each day with what God calls for in our lives. Can I get a witness? And child of God, when you begin to look at this, for I reckon, now watch this now, that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. Paul begins on my last point to move from the privileges to the promises. And, and what Paul is establishing, in spite of our suffering, there's no separation from his love. That all of my sufferings, listen, are scheduled. They are divinely appointed. We don't like them. We don't invite them. We don't clean the house up for them. We don't make them comfortable. But there are three things in this text that Paul begins to deal with. And, 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 and you better have a theology for pain and suffering. You cannot come to church every Sunday and just jump up and down on emotion. And I'm sick of it. And the very ones that jump up and down the highest, like a kangaroo, will keep you up all night crying in your ear. Church should not be a succession of, yeah, he's worthy. Mm -hmm. He is worthy. But we better learn something in this process. Because what the songwriter said is, when I think about the goodness of Jesus and all he's done for me, my soul cries out, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. I thank God for the victory. That, that 1 Peter 5.10 says, But the grace, the God of all grace who have called you unto his eternal glory by Christ Jesus after you have suffered a while will make you perfect. Teleos is the Greek word. Make you mature. Establish, establish, settle, strengthen you. God is allowing suffering to make you stronger. Do I have a witness? When you look at that oyster, that oyster just opens up his shell that much on the bottom of the floor of, 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 of the ocean. And, 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 and as he's opening up that shell, in, in, inevitably, sands... Uh, uh, sand, uh, uh, sand gets in. Pieces of sand gets in. And the sand becomes an irritation to the oyster. And he starts working overtime to get rid of the irritation. But all the time he's working to get rid of the irritation, a pearl is being developed. I'm preaching up in this place now. Can I get a witness? And all the time we going through, 
and we're suffering, God is doing something that we can't see. Can I get a witness? I told you about the man in the great uh, northeast uh, 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 of Vermont, Connecticut, who was a fisherman and, and had a whole fishing business. And the man from Washington, the state of Washington on the west coast, called him up and said, I need you to ship me a certain type of fish, and I want it fresh. And the man with the fishing business thought a moment and said, how can I get fresh fish from one coast to the other? So one of his employees said, well, freeze it. He said, no, nah, that won't be fresh. How can I get fresh fish from one coast to the other? He said, I know what I'll do. I'll put the fish in a tank with his enemy. And the enemy will keep chasing him around the tank. And the more he is chased, the fresher he'll be. He puts you in a tank with something that's going to drive you up a wall. I ain't talking about your husband and wife. Can I get a witness? Yes, I am. Child of God, he'll put you in a tank. And you know what? When I come forth, I'll be like gold. In other words, all the hell I went through in this tank, I'm ready to do ministry. Can I get a witness? And so, child of God, this thing on suffering, three different groans that come out. 20 to 22 is the groan of creation. Creation is groaning, verse 22, because of all the pollution and, and all the things in nature. And he says, verse 23, not only they, but ourselves also. We're groaning. I don't know about you. I'm groaning. We're all groaning. I was telling this morning, I went to the hospital or... Uh, nursing home to see an old mother of faith. She said, Pastor, why won't the Lord take me? I'm tired of being down here. Is he angry with me? I said, no. She said, I'm ready to go home. Now, I'm not preaching at y'all because y'all ain't ready to go nowhere. You ready to go and watch football. You ain't ready to go nowhere. But see, when you've been down here a long time, and when you've been through the ups and the downs, can I get a witness? When you've been through the, 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 all the vicissitudes of life, you start growing weary to go home. Can I get a witness? I'm preaching in here today. Now, child of God, child of God, look what he says. But we groan too, waiting for the adoption, the redemption of our body. I can't, I, I can't wait till I get a glorified body. I'm tired of this body. Can I get a witness? You eat, you're hungry again. You sleep, you're not resting. Can I get a witness? Aren't you tired of this body? Huh? Catch disease. You're vulnerable to this, vulnerable to that. Can I get a witness? Things you used to do, you can't do anymore. Leave that one alone. Can I get a witness? Child, 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 child of God. But then Paul moves into the third groan. Likewise, verse 26, we coming in. The Spirit also helps our infirmities. Here it goes. Because 
we know not what we should pray for as we ought. If you get this, you'll revolutionize your theology. The Holy Spirit is our paraclete. He comes into our presence and preempts our prayer. We on, we, we on our knees praying, oh Lord, and the Holy Spirit preempts them. That's not the prayer you need to pray. That's not the prayer God wants you to pray. Uh-oh. What he does is preempts and starts praying for us for the purposes of God. The Spirit himself making new such for us with groanings which cannot be uttered, and he that searcheth, he not only, listen, he that searcheth the hearts, knoweth what is the mind of the Spirit, because he maketh intercession for the saints according to what? The will of God. And because he's now interceding on God's behalf, we can walk away and know that all things are being worked together for the good. Do I have a witness? He, he, he not only searches, he's our security. All circumstances, all components, all conflicts, all capacities, all comfort, all counsel, all commitments, all conclusions. We need not worry about the past because there's no condemnation. We need not become weary about the future. There's no separation. And we need not fret about the present. There's no skepticism because we know that all things are being worked together for the good for them who love the Lord and called according to his purpose. So, preacher, what should I pray? Uh, have thine own way. Thou art the potter, I'm the clay. Mold me and make me after thine will. While I'm standing yielded and still. Child of God, you got to get this. See, God has already figured and factored everything out. Can I get a witness? No weapon formed against you shall prosper. Can I get a witness? Satan cannot, amen, take you out. I know people praying, Lord, protect me from Satan. Well, Satan has a leash around his neck. Uh, do I have a witness? Uh, Satan cannot just do with your life what he wants to do. Because you are a royal priesthood, you yeah, you are a holy nation. You are a peculiar people. Can I get a witness? But because, uh, why do I need to be saved? Condemnation. How am I saved? Justification. What happens after I'm saved? Sanctification. And what, what, how do I know I won't fall back and go to hell anyway? Preservation. God's got every base covered. Can I get a witness? For whom he did foreknow, he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image. Child of God, he's got your back. He's got your front. He's got your side. He's got your ups. He's got your downs. Here's what you got to say. You got to say, talk to my Jesus. When trials come in, talk to my Jesus. When tribulations are around you, talk to my Jesus. You got to transfer everything in the hands of the Most High God. Can I get a witness? Because he's got all power. He's got all preemption powers. He's got all protection powers. Isn't he worthy? And he's worthy to be praised. If we ever learn to just call on his name, 
if we ever learn to just stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, if we ever learn to turn things over into his hands, we will worship him for who he really is. He's king of kings and he's Lord of lords and he is mm -hmm, the potentate of paradise. He sits high and looks low. He doesn't need us, but we need him. Can I get a witness? He, he is. I said he is. He is the Godhead. They, they, he has everything in his hands. My future's in his hands. My fragments is in his hands. My feelings are in his hands. Can I get a witness? And that's why we praise him. Right on. King Jesus. Right on. King Jesus. Right on. King Jesus. Because he's worthy. I said he's worthy. 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 To be praised. No condemnation. No separation. No skepticism. No frustration. No obligation. Jesus holds all the keys to all your locks. He's the locksmith. Whatever's locked up, he can open it up. Won't he open doors that no man can shut? Can he shut doors that no man can open? He's my lawyer in a courtroom. He's my doctor in a sick room. Can I get a witness? And he's worthy. He's healing me right now. He's healing our hearts. He's healing our heads. He's healing our habits. We know that all things, I said all things, all things are working together for the good. Let's stay on our feet. Bless his name. Bless his name. As every head is bowed your eyes closed, if you're here this morning and you need to be saved. You need to escape the penalty and find his pardon. If you need to be saved, raise your hand. Jesus died for your sins, was buried and rose again. Is there one? He wants to save you this morning. I see your hands. Come on up. Is there another? Give your life to Christ. Is there another? Praise Jesus. Or perhaps you want to join a church on your Christian experience. Will you raise your hand? You want to join our church? Is there one? Is there one? Praise Jesus. Thank you, darling. Let's look to the Lord. Father, we thank you for the Lordship of Jesus Christ. God, we pray that you would give us an appreciation for the work of redemption that has already been completed. We have nothing to fear in the past. Nothing to fear in the future. Nothing to fear in the present. Because you are a God at work. And you're working things out. For our good. And your glory. Bless your people today. With a confidence. And a trust. That you are at work for them. In them. Through them. In Jesus name.
Amen. We love you. See you Wednesday. God bless you. Have a great day.